Hey everybody, welcome to the Game Pastor. And today's episode, Session Zero. Come right back. Hey, welcome back, and thanks for joining me today for a new episode, Session Zero. You know, I've been in Dungeons and & Dragons and in role-playing games for, oh gosh, since 1982. Uh, I was about 12 or 13 when I first came into um, role-playing games, and uh, Dungeons and & Dragons was not necessarily my first one, but it was certainly probably the one that was well, the most popular, and still is. And... Um, we didn't really have session zeros back then. Session zero is, for all intents and purposes, a new uh, thing. Um, and I, I say new just simply to mean that it's new in the history of the game. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's not something that has been around forever. Um, I remember, like I said, way back in history, uh, in the annals and his, uh, eons of time that, um, you know, you got together uh, on a Saturday afternoon, usually about noon, one o'clock, um, whenever your friend's parents would let you get together. And you met in a back room, guest room, playroom, sometimes out in the garage around a uh, folded down uh, ping pong table. And you just, you you rolled up your characters and you started playing right then and there. And you'd play until midnight. You would literally go 8, 12 hours. I mean, just that's, that was session one. You know, we didn't even call them sessions back then. That was just, that was just gaming. And you just continued on. And so session zero is a relatively new term. It's a new idea that I think really probably came about, oh, I can't, I can't even really, uh, pinned down an exact date when session zero started becoming a thing, but I think it really kind of came about maybe even in the early 2000s, uh, late 90s, maybe uh, some people started doing session zeros, um, where it kind of became a necessity uh, as people were turning to the community at large for for gaming options. You're putting up notices, you know, three by five cards or, or flyers in a, in a comic book shop um, saying, hey, I, I'm looking for a group. Let's all get together and, and let's meet for a pre-game session where we kind of meet. We'll introduce ourselves. We'll roll up some characters and then, then we'll start, you know, <clears throat> the game. And I think that's where Session Zero kind of came out of. But since that has taken place, Session Zero has definitely become um, an important part of the role-playing experience. And it's an interesting phenomenon uh, how that role-playing has really kind of changed from being just a close-knit group of friends and, you know, buddies. Um, well, let's call us what we were back then. We were nerds. We were geeks. 
and we wore the title proudly. Uh, you know, we we earned it the hard way with uh, swirlies in the toilet and and uh, uh, wedgies, you know, <laughs> things of that sort. Um, but now, you know, that 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 even that term has been more widely accepted and 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 taken. And um, but we're turning to strangers. We're turning to people we've never even met before to develop our gaming community, our gaming group. And so we're having to do these things called session zeros. And it, it's just interesting to me, again, from, from the perspective of somebody who has been in the game and in, in, in the role-playing community for a long time. I mean, we're talking about, like, like I said, from since the early 80s, uh, how that it has just totally transformed and changed over the years to where now we're we're literally taking in total strangers into a community. We're not even necessarily meeting in each other's homes. We're now meeting, like I said, we're meeting in coffee shops, we're meeting in libraries, we're meeting in um, uh, gaming stores or, or comic book shops, you know, in a, in a back room somewhere, uh, which is totally fine. I'm not, not against that at all. I'm just saying it's just interesting how it has changed over the years. <clears throat> and what's even more interesting is that even though uh, in role-playing games, there's there's definitely a sense of community and definitely a sense of camaraderie, there's also developed this sense of short-term um, status, if you, if you will, um, where we have session zeros probably pretty frequently. Um, session zeros, like I say, were... They're 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 developed because we need to have that time to get to know one another. We need to have that time to be introduced and to to develop characters. But we're not developing characters for the long term. Uh, whereas before, you know, you rolled up a character and you ran a character for the full length of however long your team was playing, and you ran multiple campaigns. We didn't even call them campaigns back then. We, they were just modules. You bought a module um, whenever it came out and you ran that module um, for your players. And, you know, it was a part of your campaign. You had a long running campaign. It was one campaign that you each, you know, each module you bought was adjustable to fit your level or, or if it wasn't, you bought one that was for your character's levels. And the idea was to get your player, your character, to the highest level, you know, 20th level, 27th level, you know, whatever it was back then. Um, and then when you got to to that ultimate level, then you would run something like uh, the Tomb of Horrors, Tomb of Annihilation. And that was like the ultimate goal was to get to that point where you could run that campaign. And this was way before internet. This was way before spoilers. This was way before <laughs> anything like that. This was, you know, this is players just, you know, you played and you you played everything that came down the pike, um, whether it was good or bad. You didn't you didn't really know. You didn't you didn't know until you ran it, and you bought it and you played it, and you know whether you liked it or not. You you ran it, and and you leveled up um, through it. Now we're running characters just for certain campaigns or certain story arcs. Um, you know, you 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 have a session zero. And you run a campaign, you run a character just for, uh, you know, Waterdeep Dragon Heist um, with no interest in moving beyond that. 
uh, or maybe you're you're running, uh, you know, the yawning portal or 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 uh, Icewind Dale or, or something like that, and you're just just focusing on one small campaign um, because they are they're truly campaigns, not just modules. And so there's a little bit of that old school that has been abandoned um, where you bought modules that you built upon. You built your campaign you know, you, you, out of all these multiple modules. And so we're now just building characters for that campaign, for that, that book. And so we're having multiple session zeros. So we're session zeroing for... Waterdeep. We're session zeroing for Icewind Dale. We're session zeroing for um, um, references of apocalypse. We're, we're session zeroing for um, Fandelver. You know, <laughs> you know. My my mind just went a little blank there, and I was like trying to think of some of the campaigns that I've run recently with with some of my students. Um, you know, just all of these different things. Because we're not necessarily creating true lasting friendships. We're we're just we're just there for the game. And um, so this was something that was really kind of sticking out to me was that these are not long term. They're they're very short term. We're not really focusing on developing the friendships and relationships. We're really focusing on just the campaign, just coming together for that short period of time. Maybe there's a long-term relationship built out of it if you have repeated campaigns. You know, you you campaign this, then you move on to the next campaign and you keep campaigning. But you know, you keep you keep having to readjust as new people come in and you keep having to make these changes. And I really was kind of discouraged as I was seeing some of what I had enjoyed as a as a young teenage boy, as a young preteen um, to some extent that I had that I had gotten out of uh, early role playing games was that sense of really close friendship that I had with the guys that I played with <clears throat> that we like I said, number one, we were there for long periods of time not just an hour, hour and a half, two hours, um, like some of these um, Adventure League sessions or or even something like that. And, you know, the, the time limits are, are necessary because, you know, you have to take into consideration people's schedules. You have to take into consideration the business where you're at, you know, their schedule, what they have available. But there's also that factor of, you know, you just don't want to overwhelm people. You know, you want to get in there, you want to focus on the task and get it done rather than wasting people's time. I get that. But at the same time, there's something about being able to just sit around the table and be silly and chew the fat and eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew, you know, <laughs> until one, two o'clock in the morning, not really getting the, the mission accomplished but having that time of friendship and fellowship that develops. And so I, I recently, uh, I say recently, it was actually began um, last year, uh, 19, or 2020, 
not 1920, <laughs> not that old, <laughs> um, in 2020, where I was approached by the children's uh, library here at our local library to begin playing Dungeons and Dragons with some of the young teenagers who were coming to their after school program because they were looking for something that would begin to teach some, some uh, developmental skills into the teenagers like cooperation and um, intelligence, logic thinking, and as well as creativity and, and, and things of that sort. And, and, and I was the one who said, hey, Dungeons and Dragons actually does all of that. It really does teach all of these things. And so let's do that, get these kids involved in that. But not only that, but it will also develop friendships. These kids will develop close friendships with the people they play with. Well, almost immediately, and I and I, I looked back over my notes, and was, we were like maybe four sessions in, COVID hit. We had to shut down. We weren't allowed to meet. We weren't allowed to come together. That just killed it, you know. We get to start up again. We started up, in fact, we just started up this past weekend. And I was so excited because I was like, yes, we finally get to get back into doing this. We finally get, get to get back into having this fun exciting opportunity to get these kids engaged in the fun activity that I enjoyed as a, as a child, as a, as a young uh, man, as a young boy, where I was engaging with friends. I was developing that sense of self, but also I was developing relationships. I was learning how to coordinate and cooperate with people. I was learning how to, uh, think intelligently to solve problems. I was learning how to be creative in my problem solving as well as develop story telling, you know, to, to, to again, be creative in developing plots and, and, and thought processes and things of that sort. So all of these things are very important to cognitive development. And I was looking forward to helping these young people do that again. And so we, we went into the library and we were really excited to have it had two kids show up. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, you know, this is our session zero. We had two kids show up. Not a problem. Loved having those two kids there. They had some some experience. They had played a couple of games online, but they weren't really that grasp. They hadn't got a good grasp on the on the lore or on the uh, mechanics that much. So I'm, you know, I'm still looking forward to teaching them. But we're having another session zero coming up this week. And we're really going to push it. And the, the library is going to help me push it. And we're going to see if we can get more kids to come. Because I really believe in doing this. And it's not just the Dungeons and Dragons part. I mean, it's any role-playing game, anything. I mean, uh, Star Trek, uh, Doctor Who, uh, Battle Mechs. I mean, Robotech. I used to play all that kind of stuff when I was a kid. Um, <clears throat> so it wasn't just Dungeons and Dragons. <clears throat> but any of those kind of things where you're spending time in what, and again, I think as Dungeons and Dragons so aptly puts it, is cooperative storytelling, where you're learning to tell the story together, and it's not—it's not like playing on a video game where it's all focused on you. You know, you are the hero. You're the one who has to do the rescuing. You're the one who has to do the mission. You're the one who has to do um, all of the dialogue. You know, but that it's cooperative, and sometimes you have to let 
the rogue have their moment to shine. You have to let the paladin have their moment to shine. You have to let the cleric have their moment to shine. You have to let the the uh, the fighter have their moment to shine. You have to let the monk have their moment to shine. Everybody has to have their time because it's cooperative. And you have to have everybody working together to solve problems, to solve um uh, puzzles that, that that are presented in the dungeon. Um, everybody has to work together to keep track. Who has what? You know, who who got the last bit of of uh, magical items from the treasure hoard? Um, who has the map? Who remembers which direction we went as we came into the to the dungeon? You know, all of these kinds of things. Actually, working around the table. You know, that they say, hey, you know. Johnny's the one who's our map keeper. He's the one who knows where we've been. And they get to say to him, the dungeon master's like, I, I don't have to tell you. You get to you get to work together to, to solve this, right? And it's wonderful for the kids to learn how to depend on one another and coordinate together to do that, as well as to get them thinking and to, do, and to be cognizant of what's going on and to to think ahead and to solve the problem and put it all together. And session zero is just a great way to kick that off because it's more than just telling them, hey, we're going to be playing Dungeon Dragons 5e or we're going to be playing Pathfinder 2e or we're going to be playing uh, some other role-playing game. And these are the mechanics of it. It's also about letting them discover each other and discover how they fit together and how they're going to work together to make this game fun and how it's going to help them develop into the adults that they need to be. And this is why, even though, like I said, I didn't grow up with Session Zeros, as I see how role-playing has changed, I see how Session Zero gets to be what it used to be because it helps bring back some of that that has gone missing that camaraderie that friendship that we used to kind of already have because we were already friends we were already buddies in school that we hung out together we were already in that nerdy class uh by ourselves we've been ostracized from everybody else and so we kind of clung together and so we already had that friendship and then we would hang out and do Dungeons and Dragons or we'd hang out and do Star Trek or we'd hang out and do uh, Palladium or we'd hang out and do Battletech or whatever. But that's not that's not always the case anymore. But now we have an opportunity through Session Zero to reintroduce that friendship, and that camaraderie and say, OK, you, you guys may not necessarily be best buddies. You may not be friends, but now you have something that can bring you together. And somebody at this table is going to be our map keeper. Somebody's going to be our item uh, coordinator. They're going to make sure that everybody has the items that they need. Somebody here at this table is going to be our storyteller. Our, you know, they're going to keep notes and make sure that they they know exactly what's happening every session, and they keep track of all of that. And they're you're going to work together, and you're going to have to cooperate together, and you're going to learn how to depend on one another. Even if your character is, you know, one of these edge lords, oh, I don't need anybody, you're gonna learn how to work together and cooperate. And you're gonna you're gonna develop a friendship that by the time this whole campaign is done, that'll run throughout the school year. 
or even longer, depending, you're going to have developed good friends and you're going to have learned how to get along and cooperate and care about one another, not just in the game, not just, okay, we're here, you know, adventure league style. Let's just get it done. We've got an hour and a half, boom, 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 boom. But you're actually going to have something that you're going to remember and fall back on. And, and as you become my age, you're going to remember fondly and say, you remember when we used to meet at the library? <laughs> and you remember that big fat guy who used to sit at the end of the table calling himself the game pastor? Wasn't he great? Didn't he help us? And didn't he show us how to just coordinate and cooperate and do all that kind of stuff? That's my hope. That's my vision. And I love session zero. I didn't think I would, but I do. I love session zero now. Why? Because it's that opportunity to bring back into the game something that I think had been lost. That intimacy of knowing who we were, but now getting a chance to bring it back and say, let's introduce ourselves more than just saying, this is who my character is and this is what my job is. Let's introduce ourselves and say, this is how we're going to develop ourselves as friends. This is how we're going to become a party. This is how we're going to become a set of te a team and really encourage that over the next however many sessions are in your campaign. And maybe even help it beyond that. Um, a good game master, um, not just a game pastor, but a good game master, I think can really help encourage that, especially among young teens. This is an opportunity that that so many of us need to latch onto. That as we are leading these young people, in this game that we can kind of help mold and direct them in life as well. This is truly to me again, kind of the hidden secret of the session zero. Session zero is not just an opportunity for the kids to be introduced to each other and to be introduced to the game, but it's also an opportunity for me as the game pastor or any other game master to be introduced to the kids and be able to see how you can help them to develop and grow from the children that they are, from the, from the, the kids that they are into mature and responsible adults. Because again, it is just a game. You are right. It is just a game, but it's also an opportunity for them to learn and develop any, any kind of game can be, educational, it can be instructional, and it can be formative if we do it right. And and it's, it's a great opportunity as a session zero for us to begin right there to say, I see at my table some kids that really need somebody who can help them learn. You've got a kid who, who always withdraws and spends more time on his phone than he does interacting. Man, that, that kid needs you. That kid needs you to help them get out of that bubble and get into social interacting with the people sitting right there at the table. 
you've got a kid who is constantly trying to take over and 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 run the table and won't let anybody else have a moment say that kid needs to learn how to cooperate needs to learn how to let the other players have a shine you know you may have to implement turn time limits and say okay you you've had your turn let somebody else have their say you know all these kind of things going to help these kids become better adults that's this is where your session zero can really do some good so like i say i'm a believer in session zero now i love session zero because it's an opportunity right at the beginning to establish not just the game rules not just the who we are and what we're going to do in the game but also to develop relationship that can be changing that can be life-changing and that can certainly be encouraging for the kids that you're working with you know what i'm gonna be coming back to you every week and we're gonna be talking uh, about this campaign that i'm working with the kids but also we're gonna be talking about other things we're gonna be talking about um well we're gonna be talking about a lot of things about uh, rpgs and the christian perspective i know there's a lot of people who have a lot of questions about that but as i said um this is my session zero with you this is my opportunity to kind of introduce myself to you and let you know who I am and what I do. And uh, also to let you kind of see the direction that this channel is going to go and this uh, this podcast. So if you're listening to it on the podcast side and you're just getting the audio, you're not actually getting to see me. Um, well, I apologize for that, uh, but I've been told I have a voice for radio, so I hope you're enjoying that. Um, if you're seeing the video side of it, I, I apologize for that as well. Um, because again, I've been told I have a face for radio. So, you know, you, you, you get both sides of it. <laughs> and I do apologize for both sides of it. But um, anyway, I do hope you enjoyed this channel. I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoy making it. And I hope that you will like and subscribe and share it with all of your friends. Because I want to be an encouragement to you as you are an encouragement to those who are your players. Um, and again, if you have questions or comments that you would like to share with me, do do that below. Uh, let me know um, how you feel about it. If you have questions about role-playing games and being a Christian or role-playing games and working with kids, any of those kind of things, just let me know below. And I will be back. Like I said, I'll talk to you again next week. We'll have this comment or this uh, conversation continuing on every Friday uh, right here on this channel. So don't miss an episode. This is episode one, conveniently titled Session Zero. Thanks a lot. God bless. We'll talk to you again soon.